Hey everybody, welcome to the Amazon Book Club. This week we're reading Crocs Return by Eve Langlass. That's right, Crocs are back in business, folks. Mario Batali, be damned. You can't stop this freight train. Austin Hanna. I am Ganesh Sarma. I'm Shane Burklow. And this week we're reading a book called Crocs Revenge by Eve Langlaise. Ooh. Yeah. A part of Bitten Point Book One. A Bitten? Bitten Point. Bitten Point. Book One. Bitten Point is the series. This is Book One. Gonna get you hooked. But it's Revenge? Uh, You know, Return. Oh. But it, from what? Weird. Yeah. Weird yeah. way to start a series. If I was an author, though, I would start a series being like Return of. Batman. Uh, return of uh, Dr. Octagon or something, you know. You want to know why. Where is he coming back from? That's true. Yeah, I guess it gives you a good chance to flesh out the characters. That's your alter ego, right, Dr. Octagon? Uh, it's my main ego. My <laughs> alter ego is Austin Hanna. Uh, I'm, usually I go by Dr. Octagon. What are Dr. Octagon's special powers? Nothing. He, it's just me. I'm a man. He gets bottle service at the club. That's true. I am very popular at the club. Ganesh. before you read us a synopsis of this book, I guess what I'll do is I'll tell you what happens on this podcast. Ugh. Yeah, I'm tired of it, too. That's what I think me and Shane are on the same page. Well, I'm tired of you doing it on your own. Usually we have to coerce you. Do you want me to chastise you? Should I pretend like I don't remember? Yeah. Oh, Ganesh, how about you read us a synopsis of the book? Oh, here? what are we forgetting? Oh, boy. I guess I forgot to tell you what happens on the podcast. Every week, once ah, a week, yeah. every freaking week of the goddamn month and every month of the fucking year, we read a free ebook from Amazon Prime. We read the first page. Oh, yeah? What the else? 25% what mark. Else? The 50% Can you mark, do it? The 75% mark. And uh-huh. I guess where we're going, we're, we're zigging where you think we're zagging. We're reading the last page of the oh, book. Oh, boy. And then, only then, we blow each other kisses. <laughs> that could have gone in a totally different direction. Yeah. And I'm glad it went in the direction it did. Now, you do get a little bit more jazzed when you're chastised first. Uh, that's generally true for my whole life. I need a little... Uh, Negative reinforcement to get me going. Bad boy likes the leash pull. Ooh, yeah. Hey, Ganesh, now please read the synopsis of uh, Return of Sorry, Croc. I, I guess Croc. I owe you a, an extra kiss blow later You t- to make up for that. I like to hear those words from you. All well, right. While we're <laughs> chastising you, no, no. we had a little bit of a disagreement in the last yeah. episode. Oh, yeah. You got dragged on Twitter, dude. I did. Turns out not only is Shane Nation out there taking a shit on me, but uh, the Ganesh guys are really railing hard <laughs> on poor old Austin. Last week, we had an argument where I insisted that Ganesh was quite rude for putting his headphones in in the back of an Uber or Lyft or a ride share of that type. Now, when you, I, me thinking, oh, well, that's just basic humanity to not shut out the world when you're sharing a car with a stranger, thought this was a pretty safe position to take. But no, yet again, the listeners have decided to take me down a peg, this time in the form of a man named Andrew Tay. Andrew Tay says, I'm a rideshare driver, and I don't mind when my passengers put their headphones on. Not that there's anything wrong with small chat from the backseat, but my job is to drive, not keep you entertained for the trip. Well, good to know, Andrew. Next time I'm in a car with you, I'm going to bring my boombox. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Just kidding. We love all our listeners. 
Ganesh uh, is surely validated. I will say this. When I was in Virginia, I would talk to my drivers. And hey. I would even sit in the front seat. That's what? what? That's, that's <laughs> I would ask first. And no. I would be like, hey. Andrew, like, chime in. Is it cool if Ganesh sits in the front if seat? If you ask. If there's nothing <laughs> hey in man, the front seat. Hey, man, can I seat. sit in the front seat with you? It, I feel like it humanizes a little bit. But up here in New York, not interested. I, I like don't want to risk talking to anybody. Because in some of the rare times I have talked to people, conversations have gone south Real quick. Oh. I've had some good conversations. I've had some good ones too. I've had, but I've had a lot of bad ones. And I, what are you saying to these guys? Kind of stuff I was I was taking a cab back from jury duty one day and it was the end of jury duty. I was done. It was two weeks of a trial. Sweet release. And the guy was like, So what are you doing at the courthouse? And I was like, Oh, I was a juror. And he's like, Oh yeah, what was the case? And I knew I wasn't <laughs> supposed to talk about it, but I told him the whole thing. <laughs> and it turns out that he was the defendant and now he put a hit out on your family? He liked my take on it. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. That sounds like a pretty positive. I was it was a cool combo because that's a long ride. It was like 30 minutes. Jesus. Yeah. Last week I had a Pakistani driver and he noticed that I was Indian. Ooh, a natu- and a he, natural rival. And he immediately started talking about the Indian election that's coming up and was asking me my thoughts on it, and which I have very few of. Like most of his thoughts, they are minimal. Sparse. Um, <laughs> but then he just started talking to me about... Uh, about the Pakistan-Indian rivalry. And at that point, I desperately wanted to put my headphones Did on. you puff out your chest and say, nah, bro? Nah, I just kind of nod along with everything he said. Oh. Well, what did he say? What was his take on it? Was he like, we're going to nuke the shit out of you, dog. You better run. <sighs> Let me read the synopsis <laughs> of Croc's Return. Bitten Point, book one, by Eve Langlace. Eve, we love you. Coming home doesn't always solve things, but it does pave the way for second chances. Take one deadly bite and bam, a man's life is changed forever. Emerald? Or bam! If Emerald took Remember a that? bite out of you, you'd be missing a big chunk, man, fellas. what happened to Emerald, dude? He's still alive, man. But like for a while, he was like on TV and stuff, and then he was like, now I've retreated into my elder statesman chef career. No, no, he still shows up on Top Chef. Oh? Yeah. I don't watch that. They had a Top Chef, Norlins. Norlins. Norlins, and he was on it a lot. Oh, he yeah. was partying, hanging out. I actually walked past his restaurant in Norlins. Did you stop and get a good Nor- New Orleans gumbo from no, the man? Okay. Because well, it would have been a bummer. Oh. Who wants to eat at Emeralds when you're in... On vacation. When you're in Nolens. The landscape of celebrity chefs have, has shifted drastically. Like, you had Emerald, and then after that, you had Alton Brown, and they were both, like, pretty chill. Uh-huh. And then you had Guy Fieri, yeah. who's big, not chill. Big time. But he's great. And, like, Bobby Flay, who's, like, always challenging people. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby Flay is like a, an intense energy. He is. I don't want to know him. I he, feel like he's a one-upper. Yeah, he wants to take everyone down. I feel like he's a shitty driver. I think when he's in traffic, he is a tailgater. And that he rides your ass until you get over and then flips you off on the way past you. That's no, what I think about Bobby. When he Floyd. drives past you, he yells, Cook against me. <laughs> and, and people often, are like, What the fuck? It, often Is that Bobby Flynn? it causes accidents. He's got a warrant out. Anyway, it's always good to stop in the middle of the synopsis and discuss the shifting dynamics in television. Where were you chefs. going with that? Who's the ultimate weirdo chef right now? Paul Hollywood, the man, the myth, the legend. He's, my a, dad. Ba- he's a baker, you fool. Oh, that's even harder. He's no chef. He could probably chef it up if he had to. I don't believe it. Does he even bake or does he just test He's baked a baker. Goods? Yeah, a lot of those challenges are his bakes, right? Yes. He's like a master baker, okay? <laughs> Enough said. He master bakes. I get it. All right. A lot. Yeah. Get that icing out there. Or so Caleb discovers when a loss of control leads to him joining the military and leaving everything behind. Time goes by. Years spent silent and alone, cut off from those he loves. Oh, no. Until it's time to come back. A scarred veteran. He's returning now. Ooh, this is sad. In many ways broken and looking for a meaning to his life. Perhaps it's not too late to right some wrongs. Make amends. 
kiss a certain pair of sweet lips one mm. more time. If only Rennie would damned well let him. It doesn't take Caleb long to realize Rennie's just the thing this croc needs to bring him back to life. What's a croc? Wait, is, is like that, a pot? Is that what he is, the croc? Is this like Beauty and the Beast and he's turned into a crock pot? You're both asking me a lot of questions and I Answered have answers <laughs> to you have none answers? of them. You've, you, uh, you tested this book. You've read a couple pages. You're forgetting a main tenant of this podcast that none of us read any of it beforehand. Uh, or afterhand. We never read any part of it. Okay. Too bad. Oh, there's more. Yet. Too bad. Too bad. Yet, what if he loses control again? He doesn't want to take nibbling on her thighs to a whole new level. Is he a cannibal? Is Sounds he, like he's a crocodile. Is he a crocodile? Is he an actual Crocodile? Is he like a were croc? Like a pet crocodile? Too bad he can't stay away, especially not when he discovers her secret. Add in a strange creature stalking the townsfolk, and there is no way he's leaving her alone. Yo, is he a were crocodile? Is that what's happening? Years ago, it just about killed him to leave, but Caleb's a changed man now. If it's not, I'm gonna be mad. A darker kind of animal, and this retired soldier is ready to kill so he can stay. Welcome to Bitten Point, what? where the swamp doesn't just keep its secrets. Hey, this sounds like what? two It sometimes eats them. <laughs> this is two synopsises combined into one. I can't understand what this book's about. This might be the coolest synopsis we're, of a book that we're going to Yeah, we wasted way too much time at the top. We should have jumped right into this freaking awesome book. Let's read the first page of Return of Croc. Croc's Return. Bitten uh, points. Bitten, oh, shit. <laughs> In the break, we decided that we're going to take the rest of the chef talk off air. We're going to start a new podcast on the original Kings of Content Network called Chef Boy Party. Like party. Uh, but written party. Coming soon. Keep your uh, eyes peeled for that one. Going to be a lot of Bobby Flay talk. In the meantime, Ganesh, let's read the first page of Croc's Return. I consider myself a little bit of a Guy Fieri coinosaur. Save it for the show. I can see it. Well, yeah, you have his. I'm a sauce man. You have his. Gen yeah, you have you, his general vibe. For you sure. have his enthusiasm. And I hope you have a better heart than he does, because uh, he eats a lot of bad shit. I eat the same shit he eats. Yeah. All and, right. And worse. I've seen this guy eat off the streets. Chapter one. If we're talking street meat, I'm all in. Well, we're not talking street meat. Let's read the book. Chapter one, page one, Croc's return. This man's going to turn to a fucking crocodile. I hope. Fingers crossed. I can't believe the dog gets the front seat of, in the truck. Is he in an animal The driver? Is he in an animal control truck because he's a crocodile and he's been wrangled? Indeed, the big-eyed canine, who barely consisted of a mouthful at five and a half pounds, that his brother called Princess, held the seat of pride inside the truck while Caleb merited the box at the back. Forget logic. Caleb had tried to argue at the train station where his brother awaited him, leaning against the blue body of his Ford pickup truck. Ooh, that's a Ford, baby. Mm. Hey, Cotty. 150? 250? Ooh, have you ever seen a 450? No. Yeah, dude. Too, King Ranch. Too big. That's what they're called, King Ranch. That's like the Denali of Fords. Do you ever sell one, <laughs> you ever sell one of those bad boys? Hell yeah. You push, you push those? You push 450s? Yeah. Is that like the white whale? When you see a sucker come in, this guy's going to buy a 450 from me. I can just smell yeah, it. Yeah, they got cowboy boots on, a hat. A 10-gallon hat. This 10 10-gallon hat. Well, got a lump of dip in your lip. Oh, a lump of dip in your lip. I You're can't just wait. just chewing on a cigar. I can't wait for this to be us in the future. <laughs> a couple of old rugged cowboys riding around town on their yacht-sized pickup trucks. <laughs> I can do it. I would definitely have one of those. You remember you'd see in the South, you'd see trucks with like the speaker on top so they could get yes. on their CB and talk out of it? Yes. I want one of those, but I want it on my backpack for the subway. Would it work down there? Yeah, it's not going to space. It's a fucking, it's a like bullhorn, basically. What? 
No, it's on like it's on like AM airwaves. If you want to do that, we can make that happen real quick. And we are what we thinking you about say? the different things. You're giving me a look like you. I am so wrong. I am either so wrong or so right. And I'm sure somebody listening will chime in on Twitter that I'm a dipshit. <laughs> Drag him. Uh, put my head in no, man, because on Twister they're on like an AM radio thing. And that's a movie, so you know it's true. I wasn't even thinking Twister. CB right. is its own thing. My dad had a CB yeah, radio. His a, sign was Silver Fox. Oh, that's really? really? Before yeah. he even had gray hair? Yeah. Damn, badass. Because really cool. your, your CB name is supposed to be, the, the first part of it is the color of your car, and the second part is your favorite animal. Hell yeah, he had a silver car. Yeah. Breaker, breaker, an Anthony Christian here. Got your ears on? Hey, Cotty, we got a convoy. Come on, I can imagine your dad. He's the kind of guy that buys a, a 450, it sounds. Hey, Connie, Caleb had said to his bro upon spotting him, which was the first thing he did wrong, closely followed by by his second, packed on a few pounds while I was gone, I see. It wasn't just women who took offense at weight jokes. Just, you know, carrying in a little bit of extra love. Yeah, it's it's a holiday season. My mom always says that shit to me when I come home. You look fat, boy. (laughs) Is that what she says? (laughs) In so many words, yeah. Does she just go, no, 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 no. She always asks me if I'm on a diet, and then she, like, makes, like, something really healthy. And then she'll be like, oh, I didn't know if you were trying to diet. (laughs) It's like, all right, cool. I get it, Mom. My mom told me I looked really healthy. Yeah? Yeah. When has she seen you recently? Uh, Months ago. (laughs) Okay, yeah. You've deteriorated quite a bit since then. (laughs) Uh, That's good. My parents don't see me. By the time Caleb stated, can you get this rat out of the front seat? Things had evolved from awkward to someone was going to get hurt. Respect the dog. Big dogs. Bad dogs. The official supplier of (laughs) Amazon Book Club merchandise. The big dog shirts. They had really good cotton. They do. They're comfy shirts. They're like the thick, like most t-shirts now are so thin. Like what's the point of that shit? I know. You can see my nipples through there. I don't (laughs) want that. The whole reason I wear a shirt is so nobody can see my nipples. It's the nipple guard. Give me a right? thick shirt. No, yeah. you're, you're not wrong. What else is the point of a shirt if not to cover the nipples? Like, now you're giving me, like, a, a tissue paper to put over it? Come on. It's not protecting anything. It's unsightly. The frost in his brother's expression would have made a more easily intimidated man shiver. That's not a rat. That's a long-haired chihuahua. Oh, I wanted uh, it to be like a golden retriever. He said it was a small dog, buddy. I wasn't listening. Respect all the dogs. I was thinking maybe a baby golden retriever. You know, they're small. Oh, yeah, a little puppy. Little pup. His brother informed him coldly. And my name, since you seem to have forgotten, is Constantine. Constantine. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Constantine. <laughs> I think. I think that's my name. <laughs> Caleb might have argued about it a bit more, but given he was trying to make amends with this family, and this particular branch of his family had grown quite a bit since he'd left, he didn't push the point. He'd wait until later, after a few <laughs> beers. I have more brothers. My brothers are replicating. <laughs> the brother branch of my family. My whole branch assholes. of brothers. They split off like osmosis. They got bigger and more brotherly. Caleb's time in the military had given him a boldness that resulted in more than a few scraps. His version of stress relief. That's not a dog. A comment that was met with a low growl and a lifted lip from the fresh appetizer in the front seat. He's either a cannibal or a crocodile. A dog has to go planning to eat the little dog. Yum, yum, yum. Dog? More like a snack. The snap of a hungry jaw jarred Caleb, and he pushed back against the dark thought. No eating Connie's pet. Dude, he's totally aware crocodile. This is fucking It's gotta be, right? I wish we had known this going into it, but it's honestly a little bit better as a surprise. Oh my god, I'm totally picturing him as like 
basically a street shark, but as yeah. a crocodile. So le- Leatherhead from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Yes. A crocodile with a ripped t-shirt on and shorts and uh, big sneakers. That's what I'm thinking of. And the t-shirt's like an old dare, don't do drugs t-shirt. Yes, or it's like an 80s Hawaiian shirt. Ooh. Or it's a big dog shirt. Oh. Official supplier of the Amazon Book Club. Yeah, until we get merch, big dogs is where you should buy shirts for us. Just wear them out and say, I bought this because Amazon Book Club. Well, that's what the shirt says. That'll be the shirts we release. It'll say not big dogs on it. You should do a little dog shirt. Little dogs? Little, yeah. little L-I-L. Little dogs, and it has this little guy in it, the snack. I'm happy to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was choking up. Such emotion in your voice. Oh, He's tearing up. I, you guys never ask that kind of stuff of me. <laughs> <laughs> now I finally get to do my little dogs. He's been drawing, you've been practicing this whole time. He always brings a sketchbook and is like, look at this. And we're like, no, shut up, boy. We're doing the show. <laughs> I'm like, but my little dogs. Big dogs only in this house. There were some lines even he wouldn't cross. Antagonizing his brother wasn't one of them. Dude, whatever that funny looking hairball is, it's in the way. No, she's not. That's princess's spot. Good Lord. Huh? Constantine reached in and stroked the tiny creature. Princess? His level of incredulity rose a few more notches and teetered in the I must be hallucinating zone. Note... I said incredulity correctly. Well, we oh, you nailed it. <laughs> Fuck it up in your brag. Little, <laughs> you loser. sophomore <laughs> slump on the brag right there. Keep in mind, I said incredulity correct. <laughs> okay, very good. Three stars for Ganesh. If Princess Leia to be exact, bigger snort. His brother shot him a look before turning back to his rat, crooning. Ignore him, princess. Crooning. Ignore him! Ignore him, princess! (laughs) He doesn't understand your cuteness. Wow, Constantine can really boogie on the vocals. He's got some pipes. Wow. Cute? Had his brother been punched in the face one too many times? (laughs) Are you feeling alright? Fine. Why? Whoa, he's still crooning? That'd be a good slogan. Still crooning. Still crooning after all these years. The Amazon Book Club. Crooning since 1989. <laughs> you weren't even born in 1989. <laughs> you were born in 1988, None of dude. us were. You, trying to, you fudging your age? You didn't start crooning until you were one, you little... <laughs> Well, you wimp. can't croon right away. Oh, I croomed out the, I croomed out the womb, my friend. <laughs> Hello. I was, I was crooning. That's as soon as the doctor spanked me. That was a perfect pitch. The notes came flying out. Do they spank you before or after they cut the cord? Um, uh, that's a good question. I, I don't know. I'm, I think you have to time it just right. Yeah. I think they, <laughs> it's the same time kind of thing. You spank the cord right out. It's good I'm, luck. I'm not a doctor. I'm a singer, baby. <laughs> I have to ask, because I don't understand why a grown man would want to own something that wouldn't even double as a proper snack. Eat my dog and I'll skin you and make you into boots. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yes. Crocodile He's boots. A total crocodile. Is he, now, is, is he always a crocodile or is he he's a man right now? I think he's a. I think he's a man. No, right? Are well, we living in a world where crocodiles are perhaps the dominant species, and everybody's a crocodile? The cover was really confusing because there is a shirtless man and a crocodile on Whoa. the front cover. Oh, kind of like animorphs, where they have the in between yeah. shots. That's what I want. Oh, I'd love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that just made me think. One of my favorite words that I think a lot is animorph. Uh, no. Oh. Hork Bajur. Excuse me. That's the alien in Animorphs. Yeah, the baddies. Oh, I thought you sneezed. Well, they're not really bad. The, the Yurks are bad, and they're in the minds of the Hork Bajurs, and the Andalites are trying to fight them we off. We should do an Animorphs book. 
maybe in our Patreon that is launching next week. It's good to announce it just like 20 (laughs) minutes into the show. Oh, this week. It's launching this week. Or next week. You'll see. We'll have a little post about it. But pay some money and you'll get to hear us uh, read books like Jurassic Park and I guess Animorphs. Should we tell them what the first book is? I just said it's Jurassic Park by uh, Mikey C. Mike Crichton. The big guy. The big uh, Rest easy, buddy. And not only is it a episode much like this episode, it's also, I believe, quite a bit longer. 45 minutes longer. It's if you yeah. thought I, I need 45 more minutes of this bullshit. <laughs> uh, Boy, well, howdy. we gave it to you. You only, you only have to pay us money for it. All right, whatever. Let's read the book more. Or are we done here? Is that the end of the podcast? <laughs> Caleb almost hugged him. Thanks. Nice to see some things hadn't changed, such as their love of bodily harm threats. Question was, would Constantine follow through? Caleb should have let the matter go at that point. After all, loving a poor excuse for a dog wasn't the worst thing his brother could have done during Caleb's absence. Ooh, a little foreshadowing? What did he do? But the fact that Caleb ranked lower than a pet stung. It's a dog, shouldn't it ride in the back? No! This is a whole chapter about them arguing where the dog is sitting in the car. And unless you'd rather walk, I suggest you'd get your ass on board. Is this how you write a book? You just write forever about one stupid thing. And then you say, okay, I wrote about this for an hour and a half. Let's move on to the next thing. Now I've got better things to do than hang around here arguing with an a-hole. Jesus, more singing. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I don't think books even need to exist. If you can't crank this shit out in four pages, you're wasting everybody's time. I don't need to hear all this. If we didn't have books, what the fuck would we do? I don't know. I'd have an hour back out of my week. More productive. More than that. Multiple hours. Well, I don't read. Oh, yeah, we just sit here. Yeah. All right. Hey, great. This guy's a crocodile. What the fuck? Let's jump ahead to the next part, the 25% mark of uh, Croc's return. Oh, man. Uh, Where crocodile on the loose. Caleb, ready to eat somebody's dog. Let's jump into the 25% mark of Croc's return. That's not all he's going to eat. I'm not, I'm not sure what you're implying. I think he eats people. Oh, well, yeah, I guess that's the obvious next step. Chapter five, your son. The words echoed long after the last rumble of her car died off. Caleb lay on the ground as if frozen, and perhaps he was. He certainly didn't feel anything through the numb shield of his shock. We have a child together. Oh, my. So he like laid an egg? <laughs> Isn't that what crocodiles do? Yeah, they're 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 not mammals. Yeah, they, they lay, lay eggs. eggs. Yeah, they pass an egg through their pee hole. Oh dear, I'm not sure that you uh, can speak on that topic knowledgeably. So maybe let's let's let the author describe. Yeah, it. let's. We have a child together. I don't want to hear any pee hole talk? Thank you very much. No, not together. Rennie had the child alone, all alone, without anyone to rely on. Without telling a soul, not even his brother or mother, because she thought he didn't want it. Thought he didn't want her. No! His yell echoed in the sky. He's transforming into a crocodile. And yet it did nothing to ease the bursting tension in him. His beast throbbed below the surface. Oh, yeah. Drawn by the rage, fighting for control. This is what Ganesh thinks when he wakes up in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) The beast is fighting for control. No. Pace no. yourself, Ganesh. God no. damn it. <laughs> he had to keep his inner self caged. 
But I have a son. A son he was kept from by secrets and deals and a past he couldn't escape. Ugh. I hate when secrets and deals are made behind my back to keep my son from me. <laughs> it happens all the time. Except, hadn't he escaped? Caleb had retired from the military unit that had used him. He had escaped from his servitude under the crooked rhino sergeant who drew him uh, and wait, others into uh, acts of evil. Is this like Zootopia? <laughs> Zootopia, except about some like vet with PTSD <laughs> and like a illegitimate son he never knew about. Yeah, Zootopia 2. Oh, okay. Well, Zootopia I don't think they would have like... Got into some stuff. They wouldn't have a dog as a pet in, in an animal uh, world. Mickey Mouse has a pet and his name's Goofy the dog. Actually, it's Pluto. I'm sorry. Goofy. Goofy's a man. He's Goofy. his own person. Goofy's a well-respected man about town. Uh, I thought Pluto, Pluto was Goofy's pet. No, Pluto is Mickey Mouse's pet. That's fucked up, man. Yeah. Well, it is kind of fucked up that Goofy and Pluto exist in the same universe. Yeah, Pluto is damned to a life of servitude of Mickey and Minnie. While Goofy has a son and a job. A cool son. Max. Uh, yeah. He can skateboard like it's nobody's business. Is there like some kind of dog cast system in the Bo Disney world? There might be. Polly Shore was one of those dogs. Remember, he made the Leaning Tower of Cheesa. Out of spray cheese? Oh, from the Goofy movie? And yes. Boy, I haven't thought about that in a dog's age. Wow. Pun intended. Yeah, that, I gotta sleep on that. I forgot Polly Shore's in that. I would love to see that. When I was a kid, I recorded the Goofy movie on my TV with a VHS in my uh, VCR. And when I took it out, I popped the little tab out so nobody could ever record over it. <laughs> so now it exists out there as a VHS with the Goofy movie recorded on it from the television. It's mine. If you find it, send it back to the me. The feds are gonna come and kill you. Courtesy Amazon Book Club. <laughs> the feds got me. A certain viperous enemy no longer controlled him. Caleb couldn't help but touch the scar on his cheek. Crocodiles don't have cheeks, do they? So he's a he's a man right now. Depends on what kind of cheeks you're talking about, my man. Yeah, crocs have real big butts. Yeah, it's uh, got a little junk in the trunk. The price of slipping the Naga's mesmerizing leash, escaping the life he'd never wanted, had left its mark, but he welcomed it. That scar signified his freedom, but it also reminded him of how it got there. As if his nightmares would ever let him forget, a shadow blocked the wan quarter moon struggling to shine in the sky. A blocky figure stood over him, Red slitted eyes flashed. A gator. Big one, too. <laughs> this shit's ridiculous. This is like a seriously written war drama about yeah. a bunch of like anthropomorphic like animal people. Yeah. Is that what's happening? It sounds like they were converted into some sort of animal person hybrid in some freak army experiment. Kind of like X-Men. That's nothing like X-Men, you kind of weirdo. Exactly like street, street sharks, though. X-Men, they're mutants and they're born like that some of them were made in a lab or under somewhere supervision somewhere enhanced in a lab like wolverine right <laughs> <laughs> but he was born with his powers we don't know if caleb was born this way or, or created we don't this is all speculation let's read more and see what happens i wanted him to be a rare aware crocodile i wanted everybody else to be human beings also, they're driving cars. There's a lot of shit going on here that I can't wrap my head around. I think, I'm still open to the idea that there's human beings here. I think that they are. I think they're like you. what you said. They're like mixed. Yeah. So like, they're anamorphs. Like he's a human yeah. body. Right. With the, like a crocodile head. Oh, I and, think. And he wears like a bow tie and a big uh, three piece suit. And he tap yeah. dances. And he's like, hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. He sings that. He does a little dance. Yes. All right. I can see it. Wonder if he's another one of Wes's cousins. The Mercers bred like bunnies on fertility drugs, popping kids out all over the place. There's no parking or sleeping in the lot overnight, the behemoth said. I seem to have lost my ride. Luckily for him, Bruno wasn't a bad sort. Even if he was a damned Mercer, he let Caleb borrow his phone. 
And that was why, less than 20 minutes later, his brother, glowering behind the wheel of his truck, pulled into the empty lot of the club. Oh, that's right. This crocodile has a blue Ford. <laughs> Like Henry Ford existed in this universe. I think he's a person. <laughs> okay. I think yeah, you have people and then you have animals living side by side as if they're all humans. Interesting. I mean, vaguely interesting. Do you think PETA exists? Uh, they're running this shit, dude. Mm. Lowering his window, Constantine snapped. Get in. To Caleb's surprise, his brother leaned over and opened the passenger door. Holy shit, I get a ride in the truck. <laughs> they're so passive aggressive. I know. Brothers, oh, huh? I get to ride in the front seat today, huh, brother? I bet he ate the, the dog. Yeah, I probably did. His brother didn't crack a smile. Only because Princess is sleeping in my jacket. Aww. Oh, that's just too cute. Okay, he's got a jacket. Thank God, because I was wondering what that bulge was in your lap. <laughs> oh, that? Brother's talking brother. bulge. <laughs> <laughs> little brotherly bulge. Nothing wrong with that. Ugh. His brother didn't say a word as he drove, but Caleb, for some reason, felt a need to spill. So it turns out I got a kid. Oh, yeah. You say you spilled before. I think with crocodiles, it's more of a spray. Yeah, it is like a fine mist. The truck swerved. What? His name is Luke. He's mine and Rennie's. He's also a crocodile, just like me. What animal is she? We don't know A yet. beluga whale. <laughs> Walks on land. Yeah. Baby beluga, all growed up. The sudden forward momentum meant Caleb braced himself on the dash as the truck slammed to a stop. Get out of the truck, his brother ordered. Why would I do that? Caleb asked. Why? Do you seriously have to ask? You know, I can handle the fact that you ditched me and Ma. I get it. I was almost 18. It wasn't like I needed you around. But to leave Rennie and your kid? Constantine banged his hand off the steering wheel. I don't fucking know who you are. Man, but you're not my brother. Man, that's a clue. <laughs> the brother I knew would never have abandoned his kid. Constantine shoved at him, and it was only the fact that the door... <laughs> shove a driver? What does that mean? <laughs> he just, just shoved him out the door. See ya. Only the fact that the door was shut that Caleb didn't end up sprawled on the gravelly shoulder. Oh, okay. As it was, Khan's blow to his arm rocked the truck. Oh, she means business. A brother's quarrel. It's not that's the tale as old as time itself. Before you hang me out the dry, I didn't know. His brother's gaze narrowed. What do you mean you didn't know? Didn't she tell you? She tried to let me know. She sent letters. I just never read them. I couldn't open them with my crocodile flippers. <laughs> Dude, have you seen a crocodile? Yeah, they yeah, have man. Uh, flippers, a blowhole, uh, a, a huge uh, long braided tail. A big bumblebee butt. It's it's beautiful. It's nature's miracle. You seem drawn to these crocodile butts. That's that's a, that? Yeah, that's the second time I said something that's about that. I don't know. Well, you should take a look at a sketchbook once in a while. <laughs> it's not like I've been drawing it for 30 years. <laughs> He's perfected the art. Just like you never read our letters, wrote back or called us. You're such a fucking dick. Get out. So he has a dick. <laughs> Couldn't argue that point. When Caleb would have opened the door, his brother growled, Close the goddamn door. Constantine threw the truck into gear and, with the spin of the tires on the loose rock, drove them back onto the road. They drove for about a mile in silence before his brother said, So I'm an uncle to Luke. You've met him? Caleb asked, suddenly thirsty to know more about his son. Mm. <laughs> thirsty for that boy. Let's stop there. Oh, no. I love that they just ripped some graphs, spinning out some tie in yeah. that Ford. Yeah, they did a couple donuts out there. And that uh, a beautiful American-made 450. Oh, yeah. Big enough for a crock and a little dog. And gentle enough for Ganesh. Let's jump ahead now to the 50% mark. 
of uh, Croc's return. He's back, baby, and he's biting. of Crocs Return. Ganesh, go ahead. Chapter 11. Bankruptcy. It surprised Caleb that Rennie didn't protest much when he told her she was coming with him back to his place. More actually, his mother's home. But he didn't think Ma would protest. Not when he knew she was dying to meet her grandson. Oh, Luke, here he comes. Give me a minute to grab some things. Come slithering up the trail. Was what she murmured instead. Even more amazing, when he held out his arms to take his son, Luke dove at him, arms and legs winding as far as they could to go around his body. They're not that big. They're crocodile legs. Yeah. Flipper says Confusing imagery. He dove at him. Which signals crocodile, but like, he put his arms around him. Do you think they're underwater? Oh, he's going to take him into the, under, the underwater roll that happens when a crocodile catches you. And he's going to, yeah. He's taking him down. The death roll on his own son? It's dinner time. Y'all know how to outrun a crocodile? How's uh, that? Don't. You run in a zigzag pattern away from it. Why? That's real. That ever happened to you before? You bet you learned that in Boy Scouts. No, I read it in one of those like uh, kids' magazines, like highlights or some Ranger shit. Rick? Ranger Rick. Ranger Rick, dude, that's what it was. Oh, they're going to bring back Ranger Rick. Where's he been? I don't know. I had a subscription. Taken I hope down. he didn't do anything bad. Get taken down by Croc. <laughs> Ranger, it got me too. <laughs> oh Jesus! Honestly, who knows? He seems like a creep. Was it a guy or was it a lifestyle? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I believe he was a raccoon. Oh no! I think the raccoon had like a different. It was a different name. name. He was just he a, was like a mascot. The mascot of Ranger. Yeah. Rick. I thought he was Ranger Rick. No, Ranger Rick was just a creepy man with uh, a magazine. Oh God. Talking to animals. It took Rennie but a few minutes to pack a bag while Luke lay nestled against Caleb's chest. The trust his son had in him almost enough to bring a grown man to tears. Oh. Hmm. But me, the crocodile? No. <laughs> I will not be crying over this. I do not have tear ducts. Well, I was going to say something about crocodile tears, but I wasn't sure what that expression meant. You did it. So. Good enough. You just said the two words that mattered and now we're done with it. All right, everyone. Did you enjoy that? It was a quick reference to crocodile tears. Well, now it's becoming a longer one. Well, I'm going to just die on this now. (laughs) A quick scratch of his groin took care of that urge. Huh? His sons? Loving his family was all well and good. You're about to join Ranger Rick. The doghouse, my friend. You're canceled. But he couldn't let debilitating emotions cloud his senses. I need to be alert and ready because danger lurks. Something threatened his family and he had to protect them. Okay, big question here. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, it's poachers. What threatens a crocodile? Nothing. And you know how we know that? How? They haven't evolved in like millions of years. They're amazing. That, I don't think that rule applies. They're a top predator. Plenty of things True. haven't evolved. That's not because they don't. Yeah, like Cows sharks. haven't evolved. We've been beating the shit out of them for years. Say what? Cows. They probably have evolved. You ever have yourself a bird? No, this is like back to like dinosaur time. Oh, Crocodiles oh. have stayed the same. Oh, yeah. Because they're like the apex predator. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But I, I could kill one. Could you though? Yeah. Fight uh, a gun? Do you, have you ever shot a gun? I don't even think you, you could kill a crocodile with a gun. I would shoot a, I would If shoot. you were in a 12 by 12 room with a crocodile <laughs> and you had a handgun, my money's on that crocodile. Well, why are we in a 12 by 12 room? You're going to freak out because they hiss. For one thing, you just said I could outrun one by zigzagging it. 
So I'm just zigzagging and taking pot shots till I catch this thing off guard. Uh, I think you trip and fall. My money's still in the crocodile. In a 12 by 12 room? On yeah, you're anywhere. On a flat tile? You don't tie your shoes well. Oh, no, you're tr- that's true. That is my downfall. I tie them together, actually. <laughs> you would shoot that gun and the bullet would ricochet off the wall back and into your face. killed me. <laughs> and the crocodile would have a feast. I guess that is probably the most likely result. Well, don't put me in a 12 by 12 room with a crocodile, please. If you're listening, I'd rather not do that. You know how you would get away? How? See, if you swapped out your shoes for some Crocs. <laughs> no laces to worry about, buddy. That's true. Man, you're right. It's all coming together. Funny how in less than one day, he'd gone from wondering if he'd ever fit in, from promising to stay away from Rennie, to almost sleeping with her, mm. instantly bonding with his son, and mm. now pledging to take care of both of them. Oh, wow. It's a big day. We missed a lot. Love commitment. Love chameleons? I love them. Commitment. Oh. I was abbreviating it to commit. Commit. I didn't commit to it, quite frankly. <laughs> and he'd kill anyone who tried to make him leave again. Bite them good. <laughs> See, what is it? <laughs> the crocodile stuff is so just barely hinted at. When are we going to get some real ass crocodile stuff? Like, it's just about how he's hungry for animals. It sounds, bite like, out of stuff. it sounds like he's the Hulk, basically. He's like this anger welling up inside me. I got to keep it under wraps. Oh, that's right. The beast. The rock hard beast below. See, the Hulk... If the Hulk was scaly, I'd say he would be way less cool. But he'd be way more protected from enemies. A Hulk's like invulnerable. He's not invulnerable. He has a yeah, healing he factor. Well, he can turn back into Bruce Banner. Then you can slap him around. Kill him even. Bruce Banner, when he tries to kill himself, turns into the Hulk. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, I'm not up on the lore. I apologize. It's cool. He, and there's this one comic. He's really sad, of course. And he shoots himself in the head with a gun and then he wakes up and he's the Hulk and he spits out the bullet. Damn, that's pretty badass. It's pretty cool. Good book. Let's not read that. (laughs) I could be talking comics all day, fellas. We did get that Twitter message from a guy that's like, do you want to talk about Marvel comics on my podcast? And none of us responded to it. It's maybe your time to shine, Shane. Yeah, fellas, send it again. I'll (laughs) (laughs) send it one more time and I'll I'll think about it. Slam that door shut. He didn't need help from that part of himself. When it came time to leave the apartment, Caleb had to hand Luke to his mother since he wanted his hands free, just in case whatever tried to come in had lingered. However, his son refused to be carried. Well, I'm not a baby. (laughs) He's 14 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Luke announced with a jut of his lower lip. Of course you're not, Caleb said when he saw the hurt look on Rennie's face. You're my big boy. But do me a favor, would you, big guy? Oh. Can you hold on to your mother's hand? She looked kind of scared. It's your job to keep her safe until we get to the car. Slim chest swelling in pride in pajamas sporting grown smiling alligators. Luke gripped his mother's hand. It's a clue. With Caleb leading the way, emerging on the outside landing and checking for signs of danger. Wait, so he's wearing pa- like crocodile pajamas? Yeah, it's like if you had pajamas that just had little human beings all over it. <laughs> no, it'd be, it'd be uh, pajamas with my dad on them, basically. Yeah. yeah which, actually, I would love... I'd some, go for a set. Yeah, I'd, I'd wear love, that. I'd love a set of PJs with your dad's face all over it. No joke. I really would love that. I just got one of those sets my girlfriend got for me. Oh, it's yeah. like a traditional pajama set. That oh. like old people wear, and it's great. What color is it? Like uh, teal, a, a, a blue. It's red. 
Oh, ooh, ooh. What's the material? Is it silk? It's very soft. I don't, I would not say it's silk. Velvet? No. The lore? It's very, it's a lore. <laughs> Nightgown. You know, you're supposed to sleep in this thing. So no, it's pretty lightweight. Okay. Can, you see, see, like, can you see your nipples through it? No. Okay. That's all I care about. It what? has a, that funny little collar. Does it have a little. Uh, and a pocket. Does it have a Whoa. hatch for your butt so you can poop when you sit down? No. Oh. Those are like weird hillbilly things. That's that all I wear. Doing. Even my normal pants. Do you get them custom made or you they sell do those do at those Old Navy? Alterations yourself. I do. I do. Yeah, I buy a, in bulk at Old Navy. Then I get out the handy dandy scissors and cut myself out some uh, poop shoots. Your mess hole? Yep. <laughs> Saves a lot of time. It's also why I poop in the urinal. Just all uh, in and out, quick. I got a lot of stuff to do. With Caleb leading the way, emerging on the outside, landing and checking for signs of danger, they descended the steps to the sidewalk and quickly moved to the car. Nothing marred the serenity of the evening, not even a breeze, and forget the hum of crickets. There was nothing but the noise they made as their feet hit the sidewalk. Caleb didn't trust the quiet one bit. Get in the car, he ordered. As Rennie opened the rear passenger door, Caleb scanned the shadows. There were too many and forget sifting scents. Whatever tried to climb through the window had left a lingering stench that permeated the air in all directions. What the fuck is it? The answer tickled on the edge of his senses and a part of him taunting him with the feeling of familiarity. But at the same time, there was an alien quality to the scent, a sensation of wrongness that made his skin prickle and the crock in his head snap its teeth. Oh, this is getting my heart racing. Let's stop there. What? What? Can you guys relate? Funky scent getting you going. Uh, I sure can. Yeah. That's how I feel when I uh, go to the bathroom after getting <laughs> What the fuck, dude? <laughs> I'm saying it gets me revved up. Ready for the podcast. <laughs> no. I don't poop while y'all are here. Uh, I mean, not every time, but sometimes. So it's like everybody poops. It's a book. Read it. Check it out. Do you want should we do it? Uh, let's jump ahead. Yeah. Let's go. All right. Let's go to the 75. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry. What? It's not a secret. It's, hey, listen. Nothing to be ashamed of, man. That's why I cut the holes in my pants. All right. Let's <laughs> jump ahead to the 75% mark of uh, Croc's return. return chapter 15 it's a good that's that's that's, that's what good, you want it's a good chapter all right that's another thing if you're new to the show austin loves uh love low numbered chapters low number chapters some of these books you get to the 50 percent mark and you're at chapter 55 and it's like you know maybe you should keep this shit to yourself if you can't organize it in a better fashion all right that's all i'm saying the thought started when luke caught them making out in the front yard that resulted in rennie pulling away with reluctance no I don't want to stop, but he had to. Now wasn't the time to drag her off to bed or to grope her in the front yard. Yeah, never, never the time for that. Ranger Rick. Their son is watching them neck. He was a father now, and while he might not have had one for long, 
He did know proper parents didn't make out in front of their kid, unless you wanted to scar them for life. Close your eyes, kid. Caleb still remembered his horror when his mom got pregnant with Constantine and he realized it meant his mother had sex. Not my mother. But Luke wasn't the only reason he couldn't just toss his woman over his shoulder and indulge in an afternoon of fun between the sheets. He's also impotent. <laughs> he has a crocodile penis. Oh. His mother... Does it say that? His mother and brother were also in the house. And while sneaking around as teenagers to have Nookie was fun... Oh. Nookie... And almost oh, a sport. Bully to that. He was a man now. And this man wanted a bed and some privacy. We need to get a place of our own. This mantra persistently repeated itself throughout the afternoon. Hours spent learning how to properly play cars in the dirt while making vroom noises. An educational day for someone who had never been around children much. What's happening? I <laughs> just play, he's learning to play with this kid. Why are they in the dirt? Because they're crocodiles. Oh, roll maybe. Around the mud. I don't know. So the dad just wants to get it on, but he's fed up with playing with his son. I didn't read it that way. Uh, How'd you read it, my friend? I read that he wanted both. He wanted Excuse me? to have his cake and watch the kid as well. I hate uh, that. That's, God. Gross. That's gross of you to you say. You interpreted it way darker. Yeah, you're, you're, well, no, I'm saying he's trying, to do, he's trying to do both. He's toeing the line between being a pervert and a father. Yeah. Okay, I get it. The real question is, why are they playing with Hot Wheels in the dirt? Those belong inside. I played with Hot Wheels in the dirt. I was a little renegade. I kept I, mine squeaky clean. Me too. I lined them up in a row on the back of the couch. I lost so many Hot Wheels, like in the yard. Did y'all have the loop-de-loops and, and uh, yeah, the tracks? Yeah, dude. I was a yard boy. No, I had a freaking huge loop-de-loop. Yeah. And it was great. I had my favorite Hot Wheel. It was a red uh, Volkswagen Beetle with flames on the front. Damn. God damn. That is a good Hot Wheel to have, for sure. It was it was smoking hot. It was, I mean, it was the hottest of wheels. It had fire on it. What was the other little cars? Micro Machines. There was another brand. Yeah, the Micro Machines, that, those were the ones that you hit a button and they'd fly down a track, right? I think. They were really small. Well, hence the name. I think those were the ones where you could back up a lot and then let them go. Oh, and they would go. those ruled. You get those bad boys at the dollar store. Unless you got the shitty ones that just spun in circles. Man. Who gives a shit about a circle? The first thing he learned was they were bloody inexhaustible. When Luke began to ask questions, they never ended. And after the seventh, why? In a row, he shot Rennie a rescue me look, only to have her giggle and walk away. I'll get you for that, he mock threatened. I can't wait, was her saucy reply. Ooh la la, you're a sauce man, right? I believe that's what you said. Oh, you're asking me? No, no, Ganesh. Oh. He's a, I know that you are uh, more of a, a, a gravy. Yeah, I'm a gravy guy. You're a gravy guy. It's you okay. guys are, what are you, a, a dip dude or a I'm sauce a, I'm man? a dip dude. I'm like a mayonnaise-based sauce guy. I'm a big aioli man. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, that's yeah. what I just said, mayonnaise-based yeah. sauce. Yeah, I like to call it aioli. I'm a little You're more a I'm a little, fucking aioli. I'm a little more refined than you. What's your favorite kind of aioli? Uh, you know, I like dill. Maybe a little tarragon. Oh, you flinched at that. You don't like that? I mean, it's fine. I didn't think that was going to be his first choice. I, if you had asked me what Austin's favorite aioli was, I wouldn't be like, oh, it's dill. What would you say, huh? What would you guess is my favorite aioli? You freaking probably like a something like chipotle aioli or some shit like that. You're, I don't know. You're miserable. You're just dis- you disgust me. <laughs> I would never <laughs> list that as my favorite aioli. What about like a cilantro aioli? No, no. Yeah, no. I'm all about that. Like a lime cilantro. Yeah. Oh my god. No. What Sorry. about like a a feta mayo? Like what the le- fuck? Like a lemon garlic? Hell That's no. a good one. Feta mayo. No, thank you. Nope. I'm a dill man. Tarragon. 
God. Hey, a little curry. Tarragon gets stuck in my teeth. That's okay. What do you do? Save it for later. Oh. When his son ran off at one point to find some juice... Caleb having sent Luke to his mom, Caleb stalked Renny down. He found her lounging in a chair at the back of the house, protected from insects by the screened porch, reading a paperback. You'd make an awful soldier, he said as he cast a shadow over her. She grinned up at him. Why? You left me behind under fire, he growled. I barely made it through the barrage of questions. Just teaching you how to swim the same way my daddy did. Lucky for you, you didn't sink. So you think I did okay? He sounded like such a wuss for even asking. Well, you didn't eat him. So, so far, so good. Given he needed to reassert his manliness, he sat on the end of her lounge chair, resulting in the other end flipping up and sending her tumbling into him. (laughs) Whoa! (laughs) Damn. He must be a heavy croc. Doesn't know his own strength. Caleb! She squeaked. That's what I like to hear, he said, shifting his weight so that the chair balanced out. (laughs) He also kept her on his lap, where she belonged. Although, if you're going to scream my name like that, the least you could do is get naked first. Hey, get naked and scream my name from across the room. We can't get naked. Someone might see. He finished with a sigh. Ugh, being an adult blows. And so do I. Oh, oh God. Come on. Come she, on. She said with a Lovers. wink. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God damn. I don't even know what to do now. What? That's just a barrage of sounds. Just sit back and relax, buddy. All right. I'm strapped in. What a shame you'll have to wait for a sample. Mind blown. The increased heart rate and heat flushing his skin. Uh Uh-oh. He's going to morph now. Uh Uh-oh. It's morphin' time, babe. (laughs) Pure fucking arousal. Oh, God. You're being intentionally cruel. You realize that, right? The smile on her lips turned, if possible, even naughtier. Who, me? Yes, you. <laughs> Would I Couldn't punish be. you? And who? <laughs> Would I punish you? Who groped the crocodile, man? <laughs> oh, man, that's not how it goes. I hope, though. <laughs> he cupped the back of her head, his fingers digging into the soft mass of her hair. Because I need to be punished, so I can kiss you for forgiveness. Is that it? She inhaled sharply a moment before his lips covered hers, sliding slow and sensually over them, hushing any retort she might have had. <laughs> I love to slide my lips around. <laughs> I love. That's how you kiss, right? You, you lick your lips until they're all just sopping wet, and then you slide them back and forth on each other. You pucker yeah. your lips, you close your eyes, and then you move your head from side to side. Hey, that's a rhyme. It is. That's about a, how to kiss. Yeah, it's like a. Almost a rhyme. Don't forget to teach your kids. She inhaled sharply a moment before his lips covered hers. (laughs) But Rennie didn't seem interested in denying him. She kissed him right back. More cruel punishment because he couldn't help but imagine those plush, pliant lips wrapped around a certain part of him. My wrist. (laughs) A hard part. Yeah. Is a... Erection pressed against his <laughs> jeans. <laughs> no, sir. And he felt the seam of her shorts rubbing as she wiggled atop him. Okay, this is getting out of control. A softly side sound was his ticket to deepen the kiss. The slick slide of his tongue along hers, <laughs> sending oh, a no, shiver stop, through bro. her frame. Ooh. 
Her essential responsive nature to his touch was another form of torturous tease. Her fingers dug into his back and her arms wound around him, folding him in her embrace. His own hand slid down and cupped her round buttocks. Oh, let's stop there. Yeah. No, no more. I want more. Austin, we just were staring at each other the whole time. <laughs> I think I saw how you were feeling. Yeah. A perfect handful that he massaged. The snap of her head breaking their kiss made him growl. Get back here. We should stop. That's just being cruel. Sir, stop. Let's stop there. Okay. Yeah, Jesus. we should have stopped the first time. Good Lord. Well, Ooh. they are just getting it on, huh? I'm all hot and bothered over here. Wow. Woo. Lord. All right. Let's cool off. Let me uh, douse myself in a nice ice bath. Let's jump ahead to the last page of uh, Crocs Return. is the last page of Croc's return. Ganesh, let uh, let the people have it. Funny how surviving what seemed like certain death left a woman feeling more alive than ever. Or was it the man standing before her that had brought her back to life? Was that one sentence? Yeah, it read like one. Beautiful, they had both froze. They had both gone through so much. Pain, betrayal, heartache. But now that the secrets were exposed, apologies made, and love rekindled, there was nothing keeping them apart. Nothing to stop her from showing Caleb her love and affection. There was also nothing stopping her from showing him how much she appreciated him, loved him. She took him into her mouth. Oh, God. The velvety skin of his shaft, a sensory no, delight what? to explore. This is the last page? <laughs> <laughs> They're going to end on this? While thick, she could accommodate him by stretching her mouth wide. What kind of dick are you still, tastes like velvet. Are you still picturing a crocodile? Because I yeah, certainly am. With a huge velvety human penis. Even then, her teeth grazed him, a sensation he enjoyed if his shivers were anything to judge by. Okay. Oh, can you skip ahead to like the end of this? Yeah, she the, the dug her end. fingers into his hips, giving herself leverage to bob her head back and forth. Lordy. Along like the this. length of him, savoring every hard inch. Wowzers. When is the crocodile Loving coming? how he pulsed and even twitched in her mouth. Ah, ooh, God. The soft no. moans let her know he was lost in the moment. Yeah, well. But she wanted more than that. She wanted him to lose control, to lose himself in her. She worked him with her mouth, <laughs> her tongue dancing patterns on his skin, her lips suctioning his plump head. <laughs> I no, hate Jesus. This. I hate she it. suctioned hard. Can you bleep? Everything that you're saying yeah. out right oh, now. Oh, you're driving me wild. That's a classic line. Leave he, that in, bleep everything else. He out. growled as he pulled her to her feet, but she didn't remain on her feet long. In a whirl of bodies, no, he no. had her pinned against the wall, suspended by the sheer strength in his hands. No, no, no. <laughs> I love his crocodile you. crocodile hands, they're so small. I love you, she murmured. <laughs> Loved his strength, all of him, and I... <laughs> He whispered back as the tip of him entered her. Oh. Have always thrust, loved, deep ground. You, yeah. And I, I always love you. Love you. Right, 
Austin. <laughs> Together they panted and thrust in and against each other together racing for the pinnacle of bliss. When she would have cried out, he caught her lips, not only swallowing her expression of pleasure, but she reveled in every single quiver of his body. Reveled, my man. <laughs> but she reveled in every single quiver of his body, and then his own unrestrained cry as he orgasmed and brought her with him. Oh! Oh. No. Ha! I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Thank you. Together, they rode the wild storm of their love and emerged from it breathless, dewy, and smiling. But she did have to wonder, why are you laughing? Because for the first time since I got back, we had access to a perfectly fine bed, and yet we didn't even come close to using it. She smiled. Seems a shame to waste it unless you're too tired. Hee hee hee. Then she laid a huge crocodile egg. <laughs> Kerplop. Oops. It's our next son. <laughs> He's beautiful. Little Jeffy. Her teasing dare bore fruit. And later on, nestled in his arms, she couldn't help but murmur, I'm glad you returned. So am I. And I'm never leaving again, baby. <laughs> but they would be investing in a lock. Given Luke's exclamation the following morning of, Mommy, you forgot to put on pajamas. Okay. Oh, the yikes. end? Gross. <laughs> Is that the end? Oh, the thanks. end. Oh, are you proud of that one, Ganesh? <laughs> I didn't fucking write this. <laughs> that book had so much more sex and so much less crocodile action than I was anticipating. We were going into this really revved up on like the Mighty Morphin. I was so excited for the were, the were croc. I was so yeah. excited for a man who turns into a crocodile and then it turns out to be some sort of weird world where everybody's an animal and then they just have a lot of graphic sex. And then the book ends with a child walking in on a croc man and woman having uh, so a relations. Of, a scene of bestiality. No, it was post-coital. Oh, well, it's, well, it's post-coital bestiality, I suppose. <laughs> if well, your son sees you naked and, and the first thing he says is, you forgot to put on pajamas, you raised a fucking pervert of a son. Yeah, also, you must be naked a lot, if that's the kind of thing they're saying. And not, oh, my God. Whoa. Oh, oh, maroon. Oh, it don't. Oh, push. Oh. Uh, okay, let's cast this as a movie. Uh, Who plays uh, our main man, the crocodile Caleb? Hear me out. I always do. Fred Durst. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, I don't care for it, but I could see Fred Durst directing this. Yeah. This is a Durst joint. You know who I'd like to see? Hmm. James Gandolfini. Uh, oh. As okay. Caleb the Croc. I guess I could see that. He's got strength, brute strength, if he were, you know, alive. My second choice is Owen Wilson. A little mm. bit of a different direction. Too funny. I mean, I could see where you're going with it. I could see him as the son. <laughs> Owen Wilson. Wow. Wow. Oh, wow. My dad's a crocodile. Oh, wow. I think you need your pajamas. Wow. Wow. Uh, I think for the son, uh, well, James Gandolfini's son, who's currently in, uh, he's, he's going to be in the new Sopranos. And he's also in something else on HBO. He's in like a show. Either way, he's an Tremaine? actor now. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> Dream? Uh, Dream hasn't been on in like 15 years. <laughs> No, he's not in Dream. Yeah, so him. If we're doing James Gandolfini as the, the big boy, we get his son as uh, the little croc. And then who do we have? Well, we might as well go with uh, Edie Falco, I suppose. As Rennie? <laughs> Rennie. All right. That's cool with me. Edie Falco is uh, great. That, I don't think that plays. I think it plays harder than you think. Who's the other brother? All right, well. That, I, 
I, spars with him all the time. I guess it can't be Tony's sister from The Sopranos. So who should it be? Steve Buscemi. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I, he's younger than him, though. He, right. Okay. Uncle uh, Junior. <laughs> he does have the name for it. I didn't. Yeah, I like that this is an All Sopranos uh, <laughs> cast. So the alligator is Joe Pantoliano. You little hoa. Oh, with Looking the red at, eyes. Yeah, and the hoo Perfect. Hoo-ha. Mama's a hoo-ha. Uh, well, we've done it. We've done it. The Sopranos uh, casted. Who was the bad guy in this book? What was the conflict? I think the bad guy was uh, uh, you reading the sex scenes. The we bad managed, guy was the beast inside. This is, the, I think, maybe the first time we've read a book and not encountered any sort of conflict at all. Well, there, there was a conflict between uh, his member and his tight jeans. Oh, boy. If I do recall. Uh, the brothers sparred a lot. There was, and oh, the that's dog. true. The brothers, there was a little issue with the teeth at the end. It was a little bit of a, a rough patch. Uh, weird book. I keep reading more. It was fun. Word it was to be free. pretty gratuitous. It was a little explicit for me. Y'all are prudes. Not gonna play this one at the old family reunion. Not at the big Hannah. The Hannah get down. Shebang. Yep, it's a huge powwow we all have, and we all show one thing we've done this year. And I'm gonna have to show a podcast where we read about a crocodile man getting a blowjob. Uh, <laughs> Okay, that's the end of the episode. Thank you to Morris Reese for our music. Thank you to Chris Linkwitz for our artwork. Uh, you can find us at bookclubpodcast.com. You can find us at AMZN Book Club on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. You can even uh, email us at amzmbookclub at gmail.com. And you can now give us a call. Hey, can you, what's that number again? It is 567-309-0357. That's it. We set Whoa. it together in a confusing way. And now, starting this week, you can pay money to hear more of this. That's right. So we're going to continue releasing our, our regular scheduled Monday episodes, but we will be releasing two extra episodes a month that you can pay us $5 for or $100,000. There's no upper limit, but the bottom line is $5 free episodes. Well, not free. You're paying for it. Either way, come on, <laughs> give us money. We will uh, talk into your ear for another hour and a half about cereals and Bobby Flay. A lot of diaper talk. Woo! Uh, okay. Yeah. So far, so diaper. We gotta cut out the diaper yeah. stuff. Okay, that's it. That's, that's the like the whole episode. It's bad. Let's uh let's uh bye. That's it. Goodbye.